is on the radio today To turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio and a good afternoon, everybody. This is indeed the Michael K Show. We thank you for joining us on this uh, Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. 124, 24. It'll be good looking good on a check. Michael K, Don LaGreca, Peter Rosenberg. A lot of stuff to talk about. It is, uh, most importantly, Would You Wednesday. What kind of trouble can we oh, get into today? It's still favorite hey. day of the week. Uh, it's Would You Wednesday. We really need a disclaimer today. Although, no, the, no disclaimer today. It's it's Deep Thoughts no, no, no. by I mean, Jack Handy. No, what I'm saying wow. is, is that when something outlandish is said, we need to make sure of who said it. Because apparently there's confusion. Apparently our voices all sound the same. Yeah, but I don't think they do. It's, it's weird. Well, no, because part of listening to something is actually hearing. That's <laughs> that's deep. All right, we're going to start off with the Knicks' victory over the Nets. Why not? All right, so the Nets, again, blew a lead. It wasn't a, a tour de force performance by the Knicks, but they did what they had to do. Uh, they get two more 30-point outputs from Brunson and, and Randall. Uh, Jericho Sims played very well. Precious Achua played very well because Hartenstein missed his first game in like 160 games. Uh, and and OG Ananobi was OG Ananobi, and they continue to rack wins and they beat teams under 500. You could like sniff at that and go, "What's the big deal?" The big deal is a lot of teams lose those games. They play down to their competition. I think it's 19 and 0. 19 and 0 against teams under 500. That's that's what good ball clubs. That, do. That's that's what good ball clubs do. And you know what they do against better teams? They play 500. Right. And then you got yourself a great record. Yep. So I'm going to start off with this angle. Are you afraid to fall in love? Are you afraid to love this team? Are you afraid to wrap your collective arms around this team? Because we don't get the buzz. Don always, Don and I always joke about this. Now, this is the 22nd year doing the show. And if we just spelled out the word K-N-I-C-K-S, the phones would light up. You, you yeah. couldn't stop it. Mm-hmm. Now, we talk about the Knicks, and there's like, mm, but Why? This is a really well, good team. The, 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 the 20 years of ineptitude just numb you or make you afraid to fall in did love? Did it break you? They might have broken them. Because how are you well, not excited about this team? Well, no, because you, we, we've been there and done that already. Now it's time to take the next step. And do you believe they can take the next step? They were taking to the streets after one playoff win against the Hawks a couple of years ago. They literally took to the streets as if they won a championship. Because prior to that, they didn't give you anything. Last time they were out of the first round was in 2013 with Carmelo Anthony. So then it was no playoffs, one and done. No playoffs, one and done. Then they make a run, they finish as the four seed, take on the Hawks, win a game, and then you take to the streets, but then they take your heart out because they ended up losing to the Hawks. So it's can they get out of the first round? Well, they did last year. But you know what the turning point to me was, Michael? And I wonder if you'll agree, because you're part of it. How much... Was it a gut punch and send up a warning flag that they lost to the Heat last year? Because the 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 feeling was, we're beating the Heat. And They're an gonna, eight right. seed. We're going to the conference final. And then they didn't. They lost to the Heat. So now you see this team playing great in the regular season. And, they, and they'll probably win around. But... You don't want to get disappointed like they did last year because they believed last year. They were hot last year. They were going to beat the Heat. You you basically guaranteed it yeah. on the air. I mean, I fought you on it because that's good radio, and I said the Heat are going to heat. But fundamentally, I agree with you. I, you know, the Knicks are better than the Heat. That's what people thought. They were an eight seed. They lost in the play-in, right? They lost their first game of the play-in. They shouldn't even have been in the postseason and then they lost. So now I think Nick fans, we know they're out there. They we know they love this team, but they're probably got their arms folded looking, all right. That's nice. Well, okay. You beat the sick. Yeah, you'll be really good in regular season, but let's see but if they, you're going to break my heart again. But, but you know what? They shouldn't be in that position. I mean, we always joke about Yankee fans. You either win the championship it's a, it's a lost season. You haven't won a championship since 73. That can't be your bar. That cannot be your bar. No, but it's not. Because what, here, here's what you have. You have two outstanding players. Now, are they the typical sexy big big name like Embiid or Antetokounmpo or LeBron or Kevin Durant? No, no, they're not. But Brunson, over his last six games, averaging over 30 points a game. And, and, and another thing, too. I know he had a, a, a kerfuffle with the fans a couple of years back. 
but Julius Randle, what more do you want from this guy? This guy is a legitimate great player. He's a great player. If he continues along this arc, this might shock all of you. If he continues along this arc for another four years, doing what he does, making all-star teams, team keeps getting in the playoffs, is he not a better Nick than Carmelo Anthony? Oh, no. He, I believe he will surpass Carmelo. I mean, you could see his number up there. I, I, I mean, Remember, I, now I think it's not going to happen because I think they're going to use him to make that trade for that sexy name. But he's a damn good player, and, man. And it's, it's a, it would be a nice day today as they sit at 10 games above 500 after beating their crosstown rival last night in Brooklyn. To, to give for people to call up and give some flowers to Julius Randle, who uh. generally just has not gotten them. <clears throat> Michael, he has your moments where he drives you nuts. Oh, but, yeah. But by the way, basically every player, I mean, short of the absolute greatest of all time, everybody has their shortcomings. But night in, night out, he is a lunch pail well, player who grinds it out and wins games. His record's good. He makes but, all-star games. He wants to be here. How do you not love the guy? But never mind that, because I get why maybe they don't love Randall for what Michael said would happen a couple of years ago. He yeah, but can move on. Fr- that, but, move on. But even more than that, he can be frustrated. Even last night, there's those moments, the Randall handle. There's moments that he does drive you a little crazy. And then you begin to wonder, All right, on a championship team, is this guy going to help us or he's going to hurt us? Because he didn't play well in the Hawks series, if you remember. The one that I wonder about, the way people fall in love here in New York with athletes, the way that they were talking about Linsanity and he's going to the Hall of Fame, Peter, you weren't here. Why isn't there more love for Brunson? Right. They should be. They should be talking about Brunson you mean like, as why maybe star the star? Right. best player, right up there with Aaron Judge in New York. I mean, this guy's a flat-out stud. You know, what, you know what Shaq said about him yesterday? Shaq said, this is the best small guy who gets a shot-off whenever he wants what? since Allen Iverson. He's that level. He really is. And the other thing, he's great in New York because he's a physical guy. He takes charges. And, I, and I've called games where he's – and the Garden fans love him, and they, they really appreciate him in the building. I think there should be more appreciation for him because I don't see any flaws in the guy's game. No, he's he's special. It's one of the greatest acquisitions in the history of the franchise. It's one of the best players that we've seen. Never mind Carmelo Anthony or Julius Randle. I mean, you're talking about, you said it the other day, he might be the best Nick we've had since Patrick Ewing. Why isn't there more love for Brunson? I think within the Nick community, there's love. Mm-hmm. But, Michael, aren't you surprised that it, the quality of player that he is, that there isn't as much uh, admiration and love as there was you know, when when, when Judge was coming up or, well, look or at when the All-Star even, even Saquon when he came up? The All-Star voting. He didn't get any love. I mean, he's going to well, have to be. He's going to have to. But but the right. fan. I mean, if New York, it, right. it's not like people don't come to Nick games. Right. There's nineteen thousand people there every night, and you can vote by phone. So uh, MSG's getting ratings for the Knicks. What? Why? Why are you not voting for Ju- for Ju- for Jalen hey, Brunson? It I, doesn't make I, sense. And if I'm exaggerating, one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I've seen it. I lived it. I've been in New York sports radio for going on thirty years. Michael, the way the Ranger fans loved Henrik Lundqvist, he didn't win. Right. But they loved him because he was one of the best goaltenders in the league, and they loved him and they appreciated him. The way the Nick fan base rallies around guys like you know Mika Zibanejad. The way Giant fans you know would rally around Saquon or or any or any you know great Giant. Or, or any great jet. I mean, the, the way that people talked about I mean, Sauce, I mean, right? Well, sauce Gardner, oh my God, Sauce, good, great play. Well, well, I mean, well in, okay, I'll, let me defend the Nick fans for a moment. I'm not just talking about Nick. I think the he Nick hasn't fans been here. appreciate He hasn't been him. here that long yet. Right. So, when, is, when is that all of a sudden? Well, Lynn Sanity wasn't here that long and they okay. fell in love with the guy. Lynn Sanity's a tough comp to anything. Okay. That, that was a. A story, a guy off the bench, uh, off the bench, off the moon. Right. I mean, it just did not. Ex- you didn't expect it, but you look at the stats. To Don's point, this year, he's averaging twenty six six a game. He's averaging six and a half assists, three point nine rebounds. He's shooting eighty three percent from the line. He's shooting forty two percent from three. He's shooting forty eight percent from the floor. Stud. I mean, that's just that's just. And he's got a lunch pail attitude, which New Yorkers love. He's a local guy, wants to be. I, no, it's, I, it's he a good checks point. every box, and I'm not saying he's not appreciated. I think any Nick fan with eyeballs knows how good. No, he is. you're saying he I'm should just, be a big deal. I'm just surprised it's not a bigger deal. Fair point. 
Yeah, I mean, he should be one of those guys. Maybe he's not a, a man about town sort of guy. He's not going to go to clubs and go and pay six and stuff like that. But it doesn't seem like Aaron Judge is that way, but he's been embraced. And you can say, well, he's a homegrown kid. Well, I mean, Jalen Brunson grew up at Madison Square Garden when his father played for the Knicks. How much more homegrown are you going to be? So uh, he's a special player. Julius Randle is better than you think. And, uh, you know, yesterday, I, 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 if you have a chance, there was a play as the Knicks were, like, streaking toward the end. I don't know if you had a chance to see it, Don. I don't think the Ranger game had started right. yet. But there was a scrum to get the ball. And um, Julius Randle got the ball after a net miss, pushed it up the floor, and threw a long pass ahead to Brunson. Mm. And Brunson had a clear lane to go to the, the the basket. Instead, he did this perfect bounce pass to Randle, who was trailing the play, who slammed it home. It was it was energy. It was effort. It was everything that you want in a team. Excitement. Generous. And, and by the way, if I'm the Nets, I'm feeling pretty crappy. That was Madison Square Garden, Brooklyn, yesterday. I mean, even Macal Bridges said it's kind of a downer that you feel like you're playing an away game at home. So I, I don't know what's going on. You look in over Brooklyn. Spike Lee's there sitting from Spike Lee sitting with, with Nick Jersey. Uh, every time the Knicks scored, the place went nuts. I mean, well, what, is what it, do you are, expect? I mean, they're, they're not the Nets don't have any stars. They're not a good team right but, now. They're but eight they games do, under five hundred. But they do sell out. So I mean, what, why are they giving their seats to Knicks fans? When the well, Knicks well, are in town? Would you, let, let me ask you, seriously. We, we play diehard fan. You're a net fan. Team's not going anywhere. They just came off a miserable Western swing. Knicks are in town. Knicks are hot. And I got season tickets, and somebody offers me like three times their value. Yeah, I you guess. know what? I'm probably going to take the money, man. Go watch the game at home. I can't, I can't kill net fans for just being disinterested in their team right now. And then the way the Knicks are hot... I think that 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 would you be? I would have been surprised if it was fifty fifty. I mean, what what is what does a net fan have to clamor for here? The coach is about to get fired. They don't have any real stars. It's they're, they're, they're barely. A, they're, they may but not make st- the playoffs. But still, but you can't say that makes you feel any less bad for the players who are there now. Right, trying I mean, to do it. I mean, are you gonna be able to keep Bridges when he says something like that? So. I mean, Bridges is a really, really fine player. Is he a great player? Is he a superstar? It doesn't seem like he has that aura about him. And that's my concern about Brunson and Randall. Do they not have that aura about them? Is the greatness on the court not enough to make them special to their fans? Do the fans not appreciate what they are and what they have? And a guy like Jalen Brunson, who you stole from the Mavericks, you stole from the Mavericks. And at this point, four years, $100 million, he's, he's grossly underpaid. Have we gotten to the point now here in New York where it's, it's all about the chance? Championship well, they, they should stop. Now, again, Yankee not, fans I, I understand. Everybody else should stop. I am not talking about the diehard Nick fan. They get it, all right. But I just think that right now it's like, all right. Well, are they going to be? Are they going to get to the the next step? Are they going to be able to beat the Bucks? Are they going to be able to beat the Celtics? You're progressing towards something here. But in the meantime, while you are appreciate a fun team, an exciting team, and, a st- and, and instead of talking about they need a star, they have a star. They may need another star, but they've got somebody that's really, really special. And enjoy the journey. I don't think they're winning a championship, but I wouldn't be shocked if they're in the conference final. And then you learn, and then you see, and then you build something. But one of the things that the players didn't want to come here, who are you going to play with? Are you an exciting team? Are you a fun team? What did Durant say that they they weren't they they weren't um, what was the word that he used? Hip? Was it hip? He didn't say hip. He didn't use the word hip, but it was. But they weren't hot. hot they, maybe, they, yeah. yeah. Now Brunson can make them that way. No, I, I think anybody would want to play with Brunson. I, and, and again, with and it's a position Peter, they they haven't had in how long? Right. I mean, he's Walt Frazier. He's better than Steph Marbury. I'm sorry, he is. Who's? No. Uh, I mean, he's more consistent. Than he, Steph. He's better than Mark Jackson. Better than Mark Jackson. Uh, well, yeah. Mark Jackson was a really fine player. Brunson's he did, he, better. Yeah, well, well, he's a much better scorer. Uh, Brunson is. Well, Mark Jackson distributed more. Right. Right. Well, I mean, Mark Jackson was the setup guy for right. Patrick Ewing. This guy is a stud. And by the way, he's totally taken away any sort of regrets you guys have about not getting Donovan Mitchell. That's gone. And you heard what Alan Hahn said yesterday. Mitchell probably doesn't fit now. No. Well, you wouldn't want that. Over his last 10 games, the Knicks are 9-1. and one. This is since they got Ananobi. In his last 10 games, Brunson's averaged 29 points per game, 48.3 field goal percentage, 40, a 36.7 from three-point, uh, 88.1% free throw shooting, and eight assists per game. Now, um, 
quickly move away from the Knicks, stay in the NBA. Listen, I love this company. They've been really good to me for 22 years. They have egg on their face with the Doc Rivers situation. They just do. So the, the, the rumors about why you let go of Ben Gundy and Jackson, right, was you were afraid that they, they were pursuing coaching jobs and you didn't want to break up you know, the booth by them getting a coaching job. So you go out of your way, you let them go, which broke up the best booth in professional sports. Sorry, it's the best. And you got Doc Rivers and Doris Burke. And Doc Rivers, you know, Doc Rivers interviewed for the Buck job. You don't think Doc Rivers wanted to be a coach again? He leaves mid-season. Their booth now is Mike and Doris for the NBA Finals. I mean, you, you think that was a smart play by ESPN? I, I'm sorry. There might be bosses that'll be upset, but they look terrible. And on top of that, the news is broken by CNN Doc Rivers, who you paid a boatload of money to be your uh, top analyst, didn't even give you the story first. Well, this possibly gave it to them. They didn't want to announce it. They were keeping. They just. They didn't want to. Okay, bring so they got burned. It. They got burned. It got announced on the NBA uh, TNT. It's it's an awful look. Every you broke up Van Gundy, Jackson, and Breen. You put together this group, which still hasn't gelled, and now he's gone. So what do you do? Do you break up the number two group, which is a good group with Rucco and Redick and um, and Jefferson? Do you get one of those guys and put them in with Mike and Doris? I mean, going into one of the the the, the All Star break, you you don't have a, a booth that's gelled because you put all of your eggs in Doc. Rivers. Don't you think if you're going to hire Doc Rivers, you almost have to say you can't take a job? How, well, I don't. That's the part I don't get. How is that not part of a contract? Because maybe he wouldn't take it then. And, and he was. What do I know about broadcasting? You guys remember what I said. Love Doc Rivers. Brought me a ch- brought me my adult championship in basketball. Love mm-hmm. the man. He, I don't think he's great in the booth anyway. He, he he dictated that kind of contract where he could just roll out when he wants? Yeah, you talk to people in the business, so they think he's great in the booth. To me, I it's hard his, for me to even hear what he's saying because I, his voice is I so, find his voice to be scratchy and irritating. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, you know, obviously. And he's, I mean, Mike Breen is actually very close friends with Doc. Okay. Like off the, off the air. They, they go on vacation together. They're very tight. L- swears by him. But I, I, I don't, I mean, it did, I know it's an early booth and you have to give them some time to grow. It wasn't close to Van Gundy and, and Jackson. It was no. the best booth in sports. Let's be honest. It was better the best than Better than the, the other conversation that would be Joe and Troy. It's better. Better than Joe and Troy? I think it's better. And I think Stop. Joe and Troy might it's, be the That's the best football. I mean, no, listen, I think that's that's the comp. I don't think there's anybody else that's close. No, no, they're all great. Don't get me wrong, but and and the thing is, is that you but you get Troy and 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 Joe on the occasional Super Bowl, and you get them in the right. playoffs. I mean, you're talking about every year. Uh, every year, the NBA Finals are on ABC. Every year, right? When was the last time NBC had it? It's been a while now, right? I mean, so so you've grown to like every big game. I mean, God, those, is there any more desperate a position in all of sports? Or all of entertainment than the desperation of the people who want to coach in the big leagues, any of the leagues. They never so want jobs. to leave. Yeah, they they will come. They will crawl out of their coffin at ninety nine years old well, that's to why. come back and try to work. You, that's that's why. You, if you offered UB Brown the head coaching job, he'd take it. But that, that's why I don't think you can get an analyst if you said that there, there, there's no out clause. You you have to give. Well, them well an then get a former player. That's not a coach. J.J. Reddick's not going to become a coach. That's why he's a safe bet. He definitively? I don't think so. Didn't he? What? Reddick wasn't throwing his name out there in the last couple of years. Am I making that up? Am I confusing him with a, fo- a young football guy? I thought. Yeah. The, the yeah. You're, Is it yeah. Dan? No. I know Dan threw his name out there at some point a couple years ago. Greg Olson, I know, has been thrown out there. I swear I thought J.J. wanted to be considered somewhere, too. I'm not Never kidding in the last that. couple of years. You think I, the Duke job? No, it wasn't Duke. It was more realistic than that. I mean, not that he couldn't handle how many, Duke, but. but but how many former players are going to be committed to the the craft of television and not at least have it was the, the Raptors? Reddick interviewed okay. for the Raptors and not okay. have not have the out of potentially wanting to get back in the game. And but some you way, know what? Then, then here's what you have to do: if if the Milwaukee Bucks want to dock so much, you got to make some money out of it, like what they do. You, you know, you got to buy out my contract. You, you got to pay ESPN like $3 million for right. me to get out. You can make some money off of it. If you're going to be a breeding ground for coaches, that coaches are just going to bag you. Like, it's important what the NBA Finals broadcast team is. And you've just upended the apple cart. By, and Doc Rivers probably got double what he was making at ESPN. He could call the shots. The Bucks are desperate. 
But again, I don't blame Doc Rivers for doing what he did. I blame ESPN no. for first breaking up a great booth and then putting together this booth and this guy leaves. It's an awful look. The real the real part of it, though, is why did we end the first one? I no, You'll never be able to tell me why. I really and, believe. By the way, wasn't Dora sideline of that booth? Yes. So she oh, no, a, no, no. She did, uh, she did the finals on radio. She did John finals Kessler on radio. Oh, that's what it was. I I I don't Lisa have Salters. any I don't have any evidence Lisa, of right. this, but I always felt like was because we're in partnership with the NBA. Were they too critical of the league? Well, Jeff was. Mark wasn't. Mark will say his well, stuff yeah. though. Mark but, but Jeff was very snarky about yes. that. Yes, well, with the whole flopping and wanting to change rules, like they they would say it. But they, that's what made it so good. But, but right, no, but leagues don't like that. You think the NBA wants on their grandest stage to be criticized? I know it seems petty, but you know how it works in this business. It's 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 kind of the one thing that would be really fun about if Brady was good and if Brady got the job. Now, he's, he's the one guy who probably no. could say things like, we got to do better with this in this league. Because no one else can uh, yeah, say I'm gonna say I think Brady's going to be great in the booth if he decides to actually take the money. And wouldn't I that, think he's going to be great. And wouldn't that be cool? Because he'd have the Pete wield the power yeah, to potentially hold. So but, but, Peyton Manning could say that too. Now, for yeah. people that will say, well, Donna, I thought you said announcers don't matter. In football, they probably don't. But I think in the other sports, who's calling the game can, can move the needle. Because everybody's watching these football. I mean, you get 50 million people watching it. Uh, are they watching it for the announcer? But I, I do think you can win over new ears and new eyeballs if you've got you know, studs in your broadcast booth. They can transcend the game, and I believe that they transcend it. What could be a weak final, like last year's final wasn't sexy. No. Nuggets heat, but they can make it sexy with how good they were. Hey, it's uh, ESPN New York's Superbox Bonanza 5. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card, I do, and a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening mornings to DPHO and Rothenberg and afternoons to Barton Hahn and, of course, the Michael K. Show. This year's big game payoffs are, or payouts are $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. And, of course, Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. We've got a full slate of things to talk about. You don't know. Later on, I do know. Later on in the hour. <laughs> That's my thing. Would you want to it. And it's it's deep thoughts. Because you don't want it to be... I don't want it to be, you know... Of, you know, salacious. edgy or salacious. No, I think no. you do what you want to do. No, no, I'm afraid. Anyway, There's so you got tears. that. Uh, we've got to talk about the Rangers collapse. And the collapse, I, th- I, don't think, I don't think that's hyperbole. It's a collapse. And the Hall of Fame. Well, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I don't have a problem with the three guys that got elected, but the arguments that are out there, I've got some strong takes oh, really? on that as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for you. Because no, no offense, that that was not a sexy group of guys. C- congratulations to them. But uh, no, I, I was, I was. If I'm the bar of like whether there's like, oh, I had no eyebrow raise moment at this group. I went, oh, there's nice, nice players. All right, so I want to ask you this. This this will be a little tease for the segment later on. Adrian Beltre is a phenomenal player. A really good player. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. You look at him. You look at his numbers. That's a Hall of Famer. I think it's 15 people. 15 people didn't check the box. Why? Why? Why didn't that one person check the box for Jeter? Why? What did you see in that guy that said, you know what? He's not a Hall of Famer. Wait, how many can you vote for? 10, but there wasn't 10 on. I mean, in the past, I can understand you're maneuvering some things, but even Jeter didn't fall under that, that somebody would fall off. I mean, David Wright got enough votes to stay on the ballot, but it wasn't a lot. No, six percent, I think, yeah. and you have that five percent to stay on the ballot. So, uh, I, I, I think the first thing, again, a little tease. The first thing we have to do is every vote has to be public because people are gutless. Tell me why you didn't vote. Tell me, I want to know. We still don't know the person that didn't vote for Jeter because they have no onions it would and it would also make it would also make the whole thing more interesting right. and it would drag it out longer there'd right. be interviews afterwards people right. talking tell me about why. it tell me why let's be transparent i want to know why you didn't think Derek jeter was a hall of fame i'd like to know why you didn't think adrian belcher was a hall of famer that's all i want to know right is that but unfair to want tell to know? me the other 10 people who definitely deserved your vote right more. right all right so we have all of that and first off though the movie with vince vaughn 
Oh, you're talking about dodgeball. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> hey, New York. It is Peter for Security Dodge, Suffolk County's number one volume Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer right now. You can come get some, 0%. That's right, 0% for up to 60 months on all new 23 Jeep Compasses, plus up to 25% off MSRP on all new 23 Jeep Gladiators, all during the Start Something New Sales event. You got to get in there and see Michelle Scalise, your shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. <laughs> Peter Rosenberg here to tell you about my friends over at Bath Fitter. They remodeled my bath, did an incredible job, customized it for my needs. Process easy, one expert installer, done in a day, no demo, no mess. Bath Fitter's a permanent, high-quality solution with a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers like me, for a limited time, get 0% interest or save $500 on a complete Bath Fitter system. Start designing your bath today like I did at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one Bath Fitter. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You guys would never believe what Michael and I are talking about off the air. I mean, we... We talk about such diverse things. I like so many different topics during one segment. Yeah. This yeah. is actually one you can take to the air, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we were talking about how lovely uh, Common, the artist and actor, and now writer, is. he was up today at Hot promoting his new book. Um, we were talking about how lovely a guy he is, and Michael told me that he had his own family's interaction with Common. That was tremendous. Yeah, he, uh, he worked with my, my nephew, Dylan, uh, on a project, and he offered Dylan a job to, like, to move to L.A., and... Dylan, you know, real family kid, didn't want to leave, you know, New York, but he said he couldn't have been nicer. He is, in the many years that I've known him, he is like one of those meet your hero guys. So he's really uncommon. Shout out to Common. What a lovely man. All right, let's go to the phones. We're talking about the Knicks. Why no love? Why no love? Why? Tell me this, though. I'm not even looking. Are the phone lines jammed at least? Jammed. Okay. Jammed. Let's, let's see what people You'd have say. to spend a million dollars to get on hold right now. Wow. Because there's not a line. Well, or, or be Ira or Richard, and then you can just do it with let's, one phone. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> they, they should actually write a book and they'd make some money. <laughs> let's go to Kevin in Bloomingdale. Hello, Kevin. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's up? Uh, nothing much. I uh, just wanted to say I love the show. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Uh, before I make my point, uh, Don, I just wanted to thank you. Um, a couple of years ago, my wife had reached out to you uh, for my birthday, and you did one of those cameo videos, and it was really awesome. You oh, cool. About my... I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, was it entertaining, Kevin? Was he funny? I mean, did he bring it? He was He was funny. It was during the pandemic. He had the long hair, the big beard. He was sitting in his back patio and... Uh, it's his favorite spot. Hat. That's his happy place. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was awesome. I have the video on my phone. I show people all the time. Cool. So cool. I really, I really appreciate that. Um, so my point is, uh, Peter, when you were talking about Julius Randall, I'm a lifelong Knicks fan, so I've gone through 47 years of heartbreak, and it's been painful. But um, you said that um, you're not sure why people don't love Julius Randall. 
I think the number one reason, and you're right, he is a warrior. He does leave it all out on the court. He plays tough. He's just not clutch. If there's six seconds left in the game and you're down one, I don't want the ball in Julius Randle's hands. I just don't have any trust in him to be clutch. That's so You know what? That's a fair, that is a fair argument that, that as to why someone might, might not be as emotionally attached. Well, how about that big shot he had against Miami a couple of years ago? I mean, his numbers are not terrible in the playoffs. Now, uh, I think defense gets tighter, Kevin, in the last minute of a game, and he gets himself into trouble by dribbling. And he did that yesterday. He yeah. gets stripped all the time. You just double down on him, reach in, and strip the ball away. That is an issue, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a comp. Before he hit that Grand Slam in 1998, Tino Martinez was not clutch for the Yankees in the postseason. Not. In fact, he was the anti-clutch. People adored him. Adored him. Why? Why adore Tino Martinez? He was a great player. And I think Randall is an excellent player. I don't feel the love. Can it just be from that? In, what did he flip off the fans? Was that it? Or, or No. No, it, no he, he, he did, didn't he? It was a flip off? I'm not sure if it was a flip-off. I'm pretty sure it was a flip-off. The, flip flip the fact that we're debating, it tells you that we're, we've, we're far enough removed from it. But he can be a frustrating blicker. Look at the way he started the year. Now, he was playing hurt. He come back from surgery. But And it, last year he hurt his ankle it, it is and tough. was playing through it. That's why he didn't have a great postseason. But he, Peter, even you said a couple of years ago, I don't know if I, I he's the guy I want taking the last shot. Now, he's had made clutch shots before, but it, it's not... I can understand a, a caller or a fan say, I don't know how clutch he is, but this is a fun team. This is a very likable you team. You can enjoy just, this team, man. Yeah. Now, I, I don't think they're the Celtics. I don't think they're the Bucs, and, and I don't, they're not winning a championship right now, but you can start to see for the first time that it's not... Even that 2013 team with Carmelo, you felt like, all right, this is fun, but you know, are they going to get past LeBron in his prime? The NBA's open right now. There's never been more teams involved in a championship run. So maybe you're starting to see what the next thing can be. And maybe it can be done with this current crop if they are allowed to grow into that. I still think they're going to make a move. But until then, it's not like they're embarrassing themselves. They're winning games. They're winning games at a great clip. They're entertaining. They win at home. Um, Adam Schefter reporting. The Dolphins and Vic Fangio have mutually agreed to part ways. Sources hmm. tell me and uh, Fowler. Uh, Fangio now will be the top target for the Eagles to hire as their defensive coordinator, which I would think then Wink Martindale, who has a home, lives in Florida, might be yeah. the target for the Dolphins. That would make sense. He is going to land on his feet, no question. Let's go to um, Lorenzo in Queens. Low. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Good. How you doing, Lorenzo? I'm good, thank you. So good. I'm just going to make a few quick points. Maybe you guys can help me understand some of it. Um, on the Nets and Knicks, uh, I'm a longtime New Jersey Nets fan. I came to Queens from New Jersey. The Nets are a Jersey team, always will. Um, I know they originated in, in New York, but it's never going to happen. Uh, we know this is a, a Knicks town. I think we should send the Nets back to New Jersey. But one, the one thing, though, Lorenzo, I'll let you make your point. They went to two finals in a row, and they were never the it team. But even when they yes, were in Jersey, but, but, right. but they were something in New Jersey. To Lorenzo's point, I think it was a mistake moving to Brooklyn because yeah. that's Nick country. At least in New Jersey, yeah, you wouldn't get the coverage in New York, but at least you carve something out in New Jersey. Because I see it with the Devils. Like the Devils don't get a lot of play in New York, but in New Jersey, mm -hmm. they get play, and, and the fans love them. That's where the majority of the fans yeah. are. If they stayed at the Rock, Lorenzo, I I, I think they'd be in much better shape. Even if it was at maybe 60-70%, I think they would be in much better shape as well. In regards to Doc Rivers, I don't understand why he keeps getting coaching jobs. He's slightly above 500, I believe, at 591 percentage. I think it's because of the players that like him, but he has only won one championship, I believe, in 22 mm -hmm. seasons of coaching. Maybe I'm a little off. He, you but, know who he is? You know, He's Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I... You know, I mean, you guys watch more sports than I do. Listen, I've been watching sports a long time. I just don't understand what he no, does it, for that a, Celtics team. It's a great comp, and it's a great question. I will tell you, Celtics fans do not revere Doc Rivers. They kind of laugh at him. It was sort of like they won, and Doc was there. But it's it. no one feels as if Doc coached that Celtics team to a championship. It's interesting, because I was watching the TNT show, and, and Shaq was talking about him. And he said, well, he'll command respect because of the fact that he has had big players before and he treats you like a man. But then the host, 
it wasn't Ernie. I forget who the the, the, the other guy. Yeah, he said, "Well, how was he with you?" Because Shaq played for the Celtics, mm-hmm. and it was Shaq was trying to be nice, and the best he could do was lukewarm. Well, he treats you like a man. He didn't say anything about his coaching. He said, "Well, he does treat you like a man." Okay. Well, by the what way, what is it? for the X's and O's? And for the record, at the point that Shaq was on the Lakers, he was a hundred percent. That's the only way you could treat him. He was already no, the Celtics. I mean, sorry. Right. By the time Shaq was on the Celtics, it was his last year in the league. He was like nearly forty years old. But but when you when Shaq spoke about Phil Jackson, he, he said, "I, I, you stood up and took notice because this guy had six rings." You, no, you, you can't do that for, for Doc. You're not doing that with Doc. Now how about this? If you want to make your head explode, maybe you already thought about this. I'm reading this on Twitter. As Jimmy Traina had mentioned, ESPN said they got rid of Jeff Van Gundy because they thought he might leave for a coaching job. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. I mean, but I know, but now it makes your head explode to think about that. The, the idea that they would have passed up on the guy who was already there and hadn't left to bring who, in someone who was absolutely able, going to leave. Who wasn't able to get a head coaching job in 17, 17 years. But you thought, you know what? It's feeling a little unsafe. Let's bring in the guy who's five minutes out of a job. And had just interviewed for the Bucks job. It's a very weird thing. And also, here's another thing. I, I don't want to stir it up because I, I, don't, I, I don't dislike Doc Rivers. You're a consultant for Adrian Griffin while you're a broadcaster? Really? Well, how does that work? Haven't we seen that though? Didn't we? Didn't didn't was it a Rod? But a Rod wasn't doing well. A Rod was still doing commentary. Didn't he have a Yankee gig and was doing commentary? He was doing sort- spring training stuff. Right. That's eh, still sort of yeah. But this was kind of like a, a surreptitious kind of job. You're behind oh, the oh, scenes. Oh, you mean that he ends up on the team? Advising Adrian. No, I don't even care about ending up. But you're supposed to be like. In the I guess all lines are blurred now. Anyway, you brought up a good point. Yeah, all lines. Well, are blurred. The, the, the unbiased Jessica Mendoza was helping the Mets. Uh, Mendo- yeah. yeah, Jessica was a good example too. Exactly. No, there's it's. Listen, you want the guy or the girl to do your games, then you, you live with it, right? I mean, there's certain things, right? I, I knew people in the business. You can't work at two different networks. Oh, that's gone. Well, how's Michael Strahan work at Fox and ABC? Right. It's if you want them, you'll make accommodations, right? So that's that's the difference. Let's go to Jim in Queens. Jim. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, Jim. What's, What's up, up Jim? man? Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Uh, long-time Knicks fan. Go back to the Red Championship 73. Uh, some good teams over the years. But I got to tell you, this, this current team, you know, they're fun to watch, but they just drive you crazy especially if you remember old-school basketball. Uh, the turnovers are just – the last three, four games have just been out of control. Uh, you, you see Thibodeau, he, he, he's so frustrated by it. Uh, also, the arguing with the umpire, with the referees. You know, it's, it's got to stop. It's really got to stop. But, yeah, Jim, I, it, one thing I would agree with you, they're not a perfect team. I never said they were a perfect team. They're a fun team. And you mentioned the turnovers in the last four games. The Knicks have won every one of those games. They're not perfect. They're sloppy. I hate the fact that Randall complains about every single call. I hate it. And Thibodeau does too. But that's part of the NBA. LeBron does too. He described the NBA, by the way. Yeah, you described the NBA. And you could look at... the. uh, Okay, the Knicks are frustrating. You don't think the Phoenix Suns are frustrating with the talent they have, the way they're... They're starting to put it together now. But we watch the Knicks more than we watch the other teams. All te- there, there are no complete teams out there where from start to finish, wire to wire, they're great. They, that's the NBA. You could be down by 20 in the second quarter. You're not turning up the TV. No. This, they this, all make runs. The Celtics are great, not deep at all. Right. You can go through it. Even the best teams in the league, which again is sort of what puzzled me about the Bucks thing, but I guess I'm the only one who thought that it was weird to fire a coach when you're 30 and 13. Somebody, the comp came up with a comp. Oh. David Blatt. He was 31 and, yes. 31 and 13 with the Cavaliers. In a similar situation. LeBron got him fired, and then they brought in Ty Lue and won the title. So we were trying to think, well, when does when that ever... David Blatt. By, by the way, oh, and where is David Blatt now? I think he, he's an advisor somewhere. It's an unfortunate name he has, too. Why? Blatt. That's not a sound anyone likes. It's bad enough when it's attached to like a green or a rosin, but just sitting out there on its own, Blatt... It's just not what you want. Wow! But but don't you think he must sit around like ruining the day? Like, I would he really have not won? 
Was Ty Lue already that good a coach, fresh off being an assistant for the terrible so Wizards? you're describing the life of Pete Best. Yeah, essentially. Could the Beatles not have been the Beatles with me as a drummer? Did Ringo really make the No difference? one thinks Ringo's that great a drummer. Well, he's Although in the Hall the of Fame from, as a drummer. They, okay, I mean, well, wait a minute. I no, would have been a Hall not, of Famer no, in the no, Beatles. That's, you not right. the guy, who, that's not right. Who was just drumming with Howard? Or what band? They, they asked that drummer, the greatest drummer of all time, he said Ringo Starr. No, listen, Ringo might have been the fourth Beatle in the sense of the talent-wise. He's still a brilliant drummer. Listen, I don't know enough about drumming to authentically speak about it. But I'll just say using the argument he's a Hall of Famer doesn't win me over. Because how are you a Hall of Famer and you're in the Beatles? And you're not going to be a Hall of Famer. Blatt is a consultant for the Arizona Wildcats. That's that's a long fall. Don't get me wrong. It's still a nice job. But man, from being you could have been the guy who coached LeBron to a championship... Well, LeBron didn't want him. So they, yeah, but so they they brought in the guy who previous to that had just been famous for being stepped over by Allen Iverson, and he wins a championship. That's tough. All right, see ya. Oh, see ya. Would ya? <laughs> Wednesday is coming up in just a moment. See ya Wednesday. No, no, see ya. Somebody no, no, wanted no. to say see ya after the last one, and we said no because you didn't listen. Well, Don yeah, Don LaGreca. <laughs> Don LaGreca, what? I, I said something. Uh-huh. I wanted to take ownership of it because, I don't know, Phil might write that uh, Peter said it. Right. It was Don. Uh, we're Anthony not, we're, we're not going to let the poor man Or Tom out, said it. No. no. The poor man. What is wrong with you? Uh, yeah, well, no, I'm so sick of what it. Do they call You're it? supposed to be vindictive. Stop being they, nice. What do they call Step this? Step on the guy's throat. What do they call it? Was it he's like, like Helsinki syndrome or I, something. It's crazy. Right? You're, you're, you're hugging Even the, when you first came back at him, he's too fine a reporter. <laughs> oh, with your highbrow <laughs> nonsense. Take your highbrow. You're not a high guy. That wasn't high that was me being snarky. You no, know, it was backhanded. Yeah, it was no, a nice I saw way. you playing it safe. That was Peter, and I'm. Dying. That was Peter, by the way. Sorry, Phil. Driving to the new year with a new ride from Bay Ridge Mazda. They have over 250 new vehicles marked to move, with zero percent financing on select new models and prices below MSRP across their entire selection. Plus, every new Mazda comes with one year of free oil changes and a free tire rotation. Visit them today at 9000 Fourth Avenue in Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeMazda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. Must take same day delivery. MSRP. MSRP discounts not available on future or pre-sold inventory. See dealer for details and 1-31-2024. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets, spreads, over-unders, and more. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. The DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only in DraftKings Sportsbook with code EMPIRE, E-M-P-I-R-E. The crown is yours. You must be 21 plus physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. It's uncomfortable. No, no I, I don't. Th- I don't think I could. Really? But well, she's total smoke show. <laughs> At times, incriminating. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's not be rash. Let's not be Don. Hold on, but don't answer yet. And a Michael K. Show favorite. Michael, you're you're such a child. It's the Woodya game. We play it off the air all the time. The Woodya game. Hi, <laughs> right, Peter. Before I start the game, you have something you have to say. Well, Ryan pointed it out, but it happened in the moment, and I. <laughs> I also said I didn't want to correct him because I love him. You have a drop of it? Can you play it, please? Is that Step on the guy's throat. Oh, no, that wasn't it. Helsinki no. syndrome. Helsinki. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was from Die Hard. Remember? It, no, but it's Stockholm syndrome. I know, but. They in, say Helsinki yeah, syndrome? Yeah, remember it, he goes, Helsinki, Sweden. And they go, no, Finland. Uh, you oh, know, you don't get the joke? I no, I didn't no. get it. I'm, just, everybody's jumping me for being a moron on Twitter. And I'm like, it was a joke from Die I thought too, it was a big enough movie that I could have done the whole. You don't remember that scene in the on the news? They're like. It's Helsinki syndrome, where the hostages uh, that they actually hug their captors, and he's like, 
Helsinki, Sweden. He's like, Finland. He, he got, it was a joke. I don't uh, remember the I don't get it either. Uh, uh, by the get way, it! Find the drop! The band was, uh, Find it. was Green Day. The guy said that Ringo Starr is the greatest drummer of all time. Uh, who said that? Billy the, Joe? The the drummer for Green Day. <laughs> oh, the Green Day. All right, I mean, so Joe. here we go. Friday! All right! We believe. Relax? We it's believe. Die the hard, problem is the rest. You no, acted as no, if No, you know what? It was too nuanced. It, uh, it was too smart. That's it. I should have dumbed it down for you. That's right. All right, so. And, you're making, you're just, and you got to see, I understand. I, I get it. You know, we'll spill into the four o'clock hour. It's a brave new world, Michael. <laughs> is the, you, They're snickering. Like washerwomen, like just before I go on the air, like laughing at me. I said, did you hear me- what he said? Meanwhile, I'm smarter than everybody. But if you're telling highbrow jokes and nobody gets it, well, you know, nobody's no fault is that no, the diary. The problem is, it's funny. Like, for example, if you sneak in a little, like, our pet's heads are falling off, everyone goes, ah, dumb and dumber. But you threw in a random line. Well, no, from it's die- not a random. First of all, nothing. there's nothing random in Die Hard. It's Die Hard. <laughs> all right, Michael, go ahead. I'm sorry. It was my fault. I take the blame. I want to play the game now. Please don't be frustrated. All right, so this week, yeah. there was a new test that came out okay. that they said yeah. could determine whether or not you're going to have Alzheimer's. Really? Yes. Would you take that test? That's the would you? That's the first one. Would I take so I could know? Yeah, I mean, because there's no cure for Alzheimer's. So if you if you take, the, oh yeah, you've got the gene, you're getting it in 15 years. You have that sort of Damocles hanging uh, I, over your head. Do you want to take the test? I, I think I take the test, yes. I, I don't. Don? I take it just because you got you, you want to be able to be preemptive, right? Well, you, there's nothing preemptive to well, do. Well, you don't no, know that. Right now there isn't, but wouldn't it be nice, like a, a 10 years from now, they say that we we now have something I, that if you're preconditioned to it, and I can be working on it ahead of time, or maybe there's some... I just thought, saw a thing recently. Maybe Aaron Rodgers will have an alternative form of medicine, the things I can take. Maybe dolphins mating will make you feel better. I don't know. I want to know what's going on, man. I, I just saw a thing recently, though, that said that very often... Alzheimer's is not genetically connected at well, all. I'm, I'm telling you, they've developed a test, they think, that could tell you whether you're predisposed to get it. Oh, so predisposed. Not that it's in your genes, but that you're predisposed based right. on whatever. And, and also, would you want to have like a state planning-wise? Like, yeah, you probably would. Like, no, ahead you, of time? I hope you have your state planned out already. Well, still. Well, that's none of your business. Well, I have it. So? Well, so is, what are you, the you, king? You think you're better than <laughs> But you don't you make an estate just when you get sick. Yeah, but you, you make an estate in no, case but you get sick. But you plan for death all the time. Some people aren't. You know. All right, here's, here's the next one. You have a fatal disease. Oh, my God. So so thanks to <laughs> Phil Mushnick, we go from talking about sex right, am I having sex to nothing anybody but here? death. Yeah, can I have sex You have someone? a fatal disease. <laughs> Great. And you have five years to live. Oh, this is so all fun. Right? Yep. But Thank there's you. an experimental treatment that you could undergo. Where it could cure you, or you could die on the table. What do you do? Would you take the experimental treatment, or just live the five years? Is it 50-50? I don't know. I, I didn't talk to the doctors yet. And also, am I in relatively good health for the five years? Or are my five years going to be just a painful death? Because well, I think that has to be part of the equation, right? If you're telling me I'm going to live questions. five years but and then on the fifth painful, year back. But you get to see your kids be 10. But, I, but they'll also get to see me be in pain. I don't want to see that either. Now, I take, I, I, you know, with, with the information that's been presented to me, <laughs> I hop on the table. I think, I, I think I'm with Don. I think you hop on the table. It's like, hey, Doc! Jump right on the table. Would you rather put a stop to war or world hunger? <laughs> hmm. A war, because no. war leads to world, world and, hunger. And what is it good for? Would you rather not have a car for a year Mm. or not have a phone? Hmm. Phone. Wait, wait. Any phone? Yeah. Like even a house phone? (laughs) Yeah. I guess you got to go car. No. I I can't not have my car. But you can can go wherever you want with a car service. You just can't. You don't have a car. Yeah, you got to go. You you much rather... not even hesitation. I'm getting rid of the car. Now, so the only communication. By the way, hold on, hold on. Letters. Wait, hold on. It's so ridiculous too. All of the people, like half the people listening to us in New York City, already don't have a car. Right. Like it's not even a hard ask. Would you rather win an Olympic gold medal or a Nobel Prize? I, I want. Hmm. Uh, I, I think I feel better about the Nobel Prize because I I'm, I'm not perceived yeah, I, as smart. Yeah, I've met I. <laughs> What did he say? He said, I'm not perceived as smart. <laughs> uh, I, I've i met Olympic gold medalists on multiple occasions. Right. I've never... No, I don't know. They were fun. <laughs> I've never met a Nobel Peace Prize winner. 
That's strong. You never met Obama? You never met Obama. Never met Obama. Would you rather be four foot five? Not that you know that I'd want to meet Obama. It's the only one I can think of at the top of my head. (laughs) All right, go ahead, go ahead. I wasn't making any kind of statement. (laughs) Would you rather be four foot five or seven foot eight? Four or five. Yeah. 100%. Really? 100%. Seven, eight is, you are, like, four foot five, yes, there are some things that are, it'll be a little bit more challenging, women, things of that regard, but you live a completely normal life, you just have to let your ego deal with the fact that you're shorter. Mm -hmm. Seven foot eight, you're dying younger, you can't fit anywhere. In fact, you'd have to be a moron to even consider, what? but you wouldn't consider seven, eight, would you? I don't know. You might think about I, seven, I, I, eight. I, 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 yeah, I'd probably lean, because there's no guarantee. Like Don said, there's no guarantee in that, would you, that you die early at seven, eight. Seven, eight is such a huge Bill difference. Russell was very tall and he lived a long time. True. I have a friend in WWE who's uh, a giant. I mean, essentially, that's what his- Andre? Not Andre. No. Um, his name is Omos. His real name is Jordan. He's a lovely guy. And Jordan's probably six ten, six eleven, and very big. He's fine. Like he's, you know, his life is fine. But even you see him on planes. There's no first class seat that can contain no. him. All right, this is eight, eight inches bigger than that. This is a final one. This this is uh, deep, deep thought. And this is dark. I bet. No, no. Okay. Would you rather be a good guy, really good guy? Okay. And have the whole world think that you're a bad guy? Oh, okay. Or would you rather be a bad guy, really bad guy, and have the whole world snookered and think you're a good guy? Oh, I've seen a lot of those. Right. I, I know some right now very big in the industry. Um, that is such a stupid question. Whoa. Because, oh, really? Because, How well, so? Because wow. why, if, if one were to choose to say, I'd rather be a bad guy, then that means you're a bad guy now. Oh, but the whole world thinks you're a bad guy. Right. No, you have to go so with who ba- knowing. Who ba- like, so you know you're a good guy. Right. But the bad guy probably thinks he's a good guy. No, but you no, he know. knows he's a bad guy. You know you're a bad guy. Like he steps on, you know, cats' heads to kill them when he, you know, no one's well, Step on the guy's throat. But, but everybody knows you as a good guy. Right. So you obviously aren't doing anything that no, crazy. No, but he's not saying behind that. the scenes awful. Hmm. I just, you got to live with yourself right at the end of the day. That's the point. So, good guy. Good guy. I know, Michael. You but then they're going to think you're a bad guy. But you the whole know, world thinks you're a bad guy. What? I, already, I already deal with that with half the people listening to me. That is a good point. So one people, of the best, people by the way, think you're a good guy? Is that, is that, is that point God already? <laughs> I already live with that one. Hey, it's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card, have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Be caller number 200 right now at 888-987-ESPN. It's a selective box for the bad guy. And everybody knows he's a bad Select guy. a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. And Security Dodge, come get some. We'll come and back and we're going to talk about the Rangers in just a moment. When I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards latest team stats, and of course my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition even when the game goes in extra innings. I refuse to settle and neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea, take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection, over 750 new vehicles available, and more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX-5 lease for just $269 a month, or buy and get 0% financing up to 60 months. Named an IIHS Top Safety Pick Plus. Get more in 2024 from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN R04093999. MSRP 307050. Tax title registration extra ends 131.24. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.